following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network in studio, talking round two of NFL playoff football involving your Detroit Lions Sunday at 3. They'll take on Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers at Ford Field. If you want a shot at winning a pair of tickets, just text PLAYOFF to 21000. You have to be 18 and up. You'll then go into the drawing Friday at 5.50 p.m. on the HUGE show. Text PLAYOFF to 21000. That is a Tough ticket. I've never had more people ask me, friends, family, blind messages from listeners that I don't interact with on a regular basis. The demand for tickets for the Lions, as we mentioned last hour, Rizzi, is just unprecedented. It's amazing. It's unreal, and it's deserved. And it's so cool that we're getting another home game. Thank you, to the Green Bay Packers for their win in Dallas. And thank you, Green Bay, for what you did to our Thanksgiving. Because I was at the Hammer and Hank Hayes Ranch with their extended family, awesome family, like 30 people, kids, grandkids, all that. And and when we left, it was like we found out everybody we knew died in a jet crash across the street. Yeah, well, we might get a shot at payback because uh, I tell you what, I I kind of like the Packers to win in San. I do not because they're playing with house money. There's no pressure on exactly. Them. I don't like teams getting buys in the playoffs either. That's not where you want to be, especially when you rest your guys in Week 18. Some of those starters in in San Francisco haven't played in three weeks. They got to go out there and play the Packers. That that's not going to be easy for them. And the Packers are on a roll. Packer Packers are playing really. Smart football. How about Jordan Love? They looked dead in the water after the first I tell month. You what, like he, he wasn't going to be the replacement. There's no way. They never should have got rid of Rodgers. And this dude and his receiving core and the coaching of LaFleur and his staff. You can say what you want to, but coaching still matters in the National Football League. Oh, absolutely. And you, you, you contrast the difference between what, what you saw from Green Bay and what you saw from Dallas, where they're pointing fingers at each other in the first quarter. And they're they're not doing things that got them their success. Like, yeah, um, it's frustrating as a Lions fan to watch the Packers succeed, but at the same time, like we're we're pretty good too. Like we're we won this division for a reason this year, and we're going to be the favorites going into next year to to win another division title. And we got again, we got a shot at winning this weekend. And next weekend. And then once you get to the Super Bowl, all 
Anything can happen in the Super Bowl. We've seen that before. There, Are you talking Lions in the Super Bowl? I, Are you I, talking Super Bowl, Rizzy? It, it's possible. Vegas? That would be unreal. Just the Just state unreal. of Michigan takeover, Lions nation takeover. You yeah. know how many people go out there even not have a ticket and Absolute, watch it? Absolutely. Watch it at the, at the casinos? I tell you what, it's it's a fun experience being out there as a fan, even in a neutral environment. Uh, I what the twenty the year that the Lions drafted Ziggy Ansah went out there for the NFL draft with my brother and uh, some some friends, and uh, just having everybody there like that's a wonderful gathering place for fans. Think so, about this with this season: whew. if the Lions get to the Super Bowl, and you just mentioned the draft, which in April is in downtown in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> wow. And we'll go through the Lions' home and away schedule. Dates won't be set till end of April, early May uh, after the draft. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow him on Facebook, Twitter at Jeff R I S D O N Detroit Lions podcast. Look for that on YouTube. Jeff is one of the regular contributors there. Uh, we're breaking down the Lions, and we're so happy they won, and it's euphoric, and they hung on, and they did not have a great second half offensively against the Rams. What do you like about this team that could get them to Vegas in the Super Bowl? And what still concerns you, even though they're sitting as a 13-5 and five football team going into the Bucks playoff game Sunday? You know, I think, I think their ability to, to score from an, any number of ways. Like, you can, you can have golf finding Laporta. You can have the, the beautiful design for the the Jameer Gibbs touchdown run, uh, that that's Ben Johnson at his finest right there. That w- that was beautiful to watch. All the Rams, you know, just sucked in by the, by all the action that's going on. And I think their execution, their attention to detail in offensive execution, makes them very difficult to defend, even if you've got a good defense. And when Jared Goff is playing with confidence and seeing the field the way he is, and he's done pretty good at that lately. They're they're really hard to top or, or stop because they can win with the run. They can win with the pass. They can throw over the top if they have to. They don't like to do that, but they can. They can throw those crossers. They they're so good with so many different weapons and ways that they can attack you. It keeps the defenses off balance. And one honestly, one of the things that really concerns me about Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay is really good at at, at stopping that. They're good at, at with their blitzing and their pressures that they bring at taking away the aggressiveness from an offense. And that that's actually my biggest worry about this game. But yeah, the, and like another thing that doesn't get talked about enough, the special teams. Jack Fox helped win that game. That punt. That, yes. that, that 61, yes. I think it was 61 yard punt. He flipped the field. That gave the defense so much room for error. And they needed it. And I thought I thought that was a fantastic decision. I, by the way, Michael Badsley making that field goal. First off, that's that that's Dan Campbell playing for the field goal, which he doesn't normally do. And I think uh, you know the 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 little swing pass to Sam Laporta that set that up. That's a play to get your kicker onto the field and try that field goal. The fact that he had faith in Badgley to do that is something different. If Riley Patterson was still the kicker on this on this team, they would not have tried that field goal because he cannot make that kick. Yeah, I, th- I thought that kick, and I agree with you. I think it was was it sixty sixty one whatever it was with Fox and the punt. I said they needed a sixty yarder. Yeah, I'm the, sitting there watching it with the buddies. I go, they need a massive change of field position here, and they got it. They and got it, and they the cut- hung on. They didn't hang on. 
They did what they needed to to win, and that's what good on the verge of great teams do. They play to in win. In the second half. They play to win. At they, the end, that pass to yeah. St. Brown was playing to win. Absolutely. Up until that point, I was concerned they were trying to hold on to win. Right. And the, you can see the difference in, in the mindset from that. I think you saw it yesterday with, with Philadelphia and Buffalo. When or I'm sorry, with, with Pittsburgh and Buffalo. When Pittsburgh started to, like, it felt like they were making a little bit of a comeback. Buffalo turned it up again. And some of that was was facilitated by Pittsburgh for getting out of tackle. But they they understood that they needed to shift in. We got to go win this game. We can't just like hold on to win. Let's go bury it. And I think that the Lions do a pretty good job with that. And that that's encouraging. Uh, Buffalo's been playing with the mentality of they weren't even a playoff team 10 games into the season. And every week they're playing like it's their last week. It should be Baltimore, Buffalo, and the AOC championship sure and, feels that way yeah, and we we talked about what the lions need to do against tampa and you got green bay at san francisco i'm looking at the final eight i'm digging this there is a game though that sticks out to me in this run by tampa that concerns me on december 17th what they did at green bay when they dominated the packers 34 uh, 20 they dominated jacksonville the next week 30 to 12 they lost at New Orleans, and then they beat Carolina 9-0 on the road in the end. Cold, kind of wet game. Yeah, but that, that game, uh, a lot of a lot of Lions fans are pointing to that as, as like, a, a, oh, they only beat Carolina. That game was miserable. Right, it was cold. Miserable. But the Green Bay game on the road in the cold, what they did with how well Green Bay was playing. And at that time, when Green Bay got beat, you're thinking they're done and not making the playoffs, right? I want to say that was the last time they lost. Yeah. They, they, they have played very well. Uh, and one of the things that, that Tampa Bay does, they're physical on the lines. And, uh, like, they may not be all that good on their offensive line, but they are – well, Tristan Wirfs is great at right tackle. Um, he's not Panay, but he's in that next tier below Panay. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, he plays the left side. Luke Gadecki from Central Michigan. Good starter, good player. Um, that doesn't stand out, but he's better than what the Rams had. Uh, and they are going to go and they bring it to you. Now, they don't run the ball well at all. And some of that's their running backs. Um, Rashad White, I'm not worried about him, not, especially with the Lions run defense and the way that they play. But they they will get after you, and they don't stop. They are a team that plays to the the last you know possible you know second of the whistle. And those those teams... They're dangerous, man. Well, look at Tampa this year. They've had a great season, and 10-8 and eight record I don't think reflects it. Uh, when you look at the start of the season, one at Minnesota, okay? Nice win. Uh, at Buffalo earlier this year, only lost uh, 24-18. Again, on the road. Uh, you look at how strong they are at Green Bay. Some of these games, Lions beat them in Tampa, you remember, uh, 20, 20 to six. Yeah, twenty to six, and that was after the Lions or after Tampa uh, had a bye week. So it's a playoffs. It's it's all it's yeah. a special teams. It's hitting the field goal, the punt which they needed. It's making a play which the Lions did at the end to ice it. Uh, hitting St. Brown, not having the turnovers that create easy points for Tampa. We can go down that checklist for oh, big yeah. play cliches, but it really fits the home field advantage though. 
This to me, that stadium was rocking. And the dude. turf, when, you know. And again, they played well. Like I said, they won at Minnesota indoors. They, you know, they they can play indoor outdoor football. But the the home field advantage for those that will be blessed to have tickets, as Hammer and Hank Hayes wrote me, Bill, as a young boy, I dreamed of watching a playoff game one day in Detroit. Maybe that dream will come true. I wrote Hank back and said, I don't have any tickets. Stop begging. I got a show to do. So I, I, this, is, this is to get to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And, oh, my Lord. And Come again, on. there's a chance that that could be in Detroit. That, that's for Detroit to get to the final four of the NFL. Yeah. and the, Sunday is at home. And that crowd will be. A, what, what do you think that crowd does? Uh, play calls, obviously. The Rams talked about it, you know, hearing yourself. I mean, they had to burn two timeouts in that game that they needed at which, the end of the game. Which were huge. That was a massive. Closing it out, right? The, the fans absolutely made a difference in that game. Just from that standpoint, aside from the fact you saw the, the Lions run a lot of motion on offense, and that requires communication amongst your defense. Like, you got to be, okay, who's going out here? Like, and, and you need that verbal. Like, you can do it non-verbally with the hands and the signals and everything. It's a lot easier when you can hear, hey, I got one. You know, that's a, like, and they can't do that because the fans are rocking. You know, we haven't talked about Montgomery and how good he is between the tackles and how strong he is to break a tackle, how patient he is on hitting the hole. All these things that Swift and Jamal Williams weren't. And now when you look at Gibbs, and not just rookie running back. He's as good as any running back in the league right now. He's He's got that instant acceleration. It, it's fun to watch. And he's he doesn't always catch the ball, but when he does catch the ball, he's gone. Like, he, you, you're not going to get that guy out in space. And that he's. I don't know if there's a running back in the league that has that second gear that Gibbs has. Yeah, and he can get there so quick, too. That That's what makes it special. It reminds me a lot um, – when in the pre-draft, so pre-draft comps, you know, when you're trying to p- compare a player to somebody else, they can be tricky. I, I compared him to Eric Metcalf from the Browns back in Texas Old back school. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I feel really good about that one. <laughs> yeah, because he's quicker than he's not the Alvin Kamara light. Yeah, uh, that some people yeah, said uh, he's much faster than Kamara. He, he's faster than he's faster than Austin Eckler, who was another common yeah. comparison for him. He, he's a lot faster top end than those guys are. Kamara's nifty. I think Kamara's probably got better feet, but I mean, you, you're you're picking nits with with Jameer Gibbs there. Gibbs is he's playing such good football. Yeah, him and Montgomery and that O line. We can't say enough about it. And they were dissecting it on Sunday Night Football in America during the playoff game against the Rams. They are just, you know, in Glasgow, you know, the, for the analytics out there, yeah. uh, just what they're doing. One of the things that stood out to me. It's awesome to watch. Aaron Donald is is arguably the best defensive player in the football. For the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. He got one solo tackle, and he touched Jared Goff twice. Neither one of them was for a sack. That's Frank Ragnow. That's Graham Glasgow. He primarily lined up against those guys. Now, Kobe Turner he did get a sack and and did get into the backfield a lot. Uh, Jonah Jackson didn't have a good game, but the fact that the Lions were able to shut down Aaron Donald in a playoff game like that, that's a testament to to Ragnow, to Glasgow, to offensive line coach Hank Fraley, who for my money is the best assistant coach in the in the game. They they 
when you can do that, and they're going to need to do it against uh, Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay they can they got some guys, man. Kalaja Kansi, that guy, he's a good rookie. Vita Vea, he's a problem. They the Lions' offensive line. It's hard to be a bad offense when you've got a, a good offensive line, and the fact that they have so many skill position players, it just makes them that much better. Jeff Risdom from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter, Facebook. You can follow Rizzy on Twitter at Jeff R I S D O N, part of the USA Today Network. Also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Search for that on YouTube. If you have a Lions question, you can join us at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge to 21,000. Yeah, if I look back at that game, you got to give Stafford a lot of credit. How quick he got rid of the ball, how close the Lions were. If that was, I'll just say Mayfield for a second. They would have had five, six sacks. That Stafford got rid of the ball and had receivers like Nakua and Cup to make those catches. Uh, he was just you know, side-arming around pressure. The no-look. Oh, twice. <laughs> that was beautiful. It really well, was. He, you know, it was that first quarter between Goff and Stafford was like Ali Frazier in a heavyweight bout living up to the Absolutely, hype, Absolutely, man. It? it was a duel. First it was quarter great. and a half. Yeah. It really extended there yeah. where you look at their first half stats, and I'm thinking, this game is going to be 52-47, and I don't know if that fits the Lions, but if Goff keeps playing the way he's playing, they'll be okay. Yeah, first six drives of the games all, all ended in points. Lions got three touchdowns. The Rams got two touchdowns and a field goal. And, uh, and then that, you get adjustments, and then you get as the clock starts to tick, coaches just want to get a W and get out of there. And like we said, then we pointed out on a couple things for McVeigh and also for Campbell and uh, Johnson. And, you know, as my friends say, what can they do to stop the deep throws? Well, it's the bend but not break. As much as you want to rip that secondary, when it got inside the red zone, they came up with three stops. That is the difference in the game and, and why the Lions are still playing. And Bill, why can't why were they good in the red zone? Why couldn't the Rams work in the in the red zone? Because the threat of the deep ball's gone. That's, no over the top. Right. If you don't give up the big play, you want to get that team you want to and Tampa Bay's the same way. Now now Baker Mayfield, uh, he has his faults. I will say this from covering him in Cleveland. He throws the best end zone fade pattern in the NFL. He's great at it. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin can go get mm-hmm. it. Kate Those Otten can good. go get it too. They're, 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 that, that's a good football team coming in. Yeah, white out of the backfield too. But, but their game is predicated on hitting the deep throw. We saw it in the first game. He couldn't connect and at what's all. What's the Lions' weakness? That, that, they, they have got to keep sending that safety blitz, that yes, corner they blitz. They have to do that. All It works 90% of the time. Now, Stafford got rid of it a couple of times when it looked like they were going to get to him, but you got to give credit to Stafford. He's still that top-shelf NFL QB. Yeah, and he he knows he knows how to go into self preservation mode. Um, he did he hit his hand on on Ali McNeil's helmet. How about that play in? when he was knocked out? I saw his eyes roll on that replay. I can't believe they didn't at least check him longer than what they did. And I was surprised he came back because he was holding his arm. I thought he had fallen on the shoulder or collarbone. He like, got stepped on. Like like remember back in the day when he when he won the game. <laughs> and I said I, I go nobody comes out of the blue tent. Nobody comes back for the blue tent. Here's Stafford coming out of the blue tent. I'm like don't you dare. I don't want the NFL mic'd up where he's like I can't feel my arm. They're gonna have to amputate it afterwards. I'm gonna throw with my left hand, and he's gonna throw a touchdown with his left hand to win it. Don't we, do it to me, Stafford. We. we how about his whiny comment that he's happy for the players and then say happy for the I, 
city so, of Detroit. But why, by the way, one thing I point out yesterday, Rizzy. Yeah. Uh, this all about just Detroit. No, uh, the entire state supports the Lions, and yes. I'm tired of just hearing city of Detroit. I am. I am flat I, out sick of just hearing city of Detroit. I I agree with that. I'll say this about. Any comments that are made right after you lose a, a playoff game. They're emotional. Exactly. Uh, he's not going to – that's I, – I, They I, booed I, him the whole game. Right. He's supposed to say, hey, thanks for booing me. Exactly. My kids loved hearing daddy going, boo, what was it, yeah. Halloween? Yeah. Now, now uh, Corey Woods asked the question. I like Corey a lot. I think he's very good at his job. I think that wasn't the right spot to ask that question or to expect an answer. I, I think asking the question is okay – Getting any answer out of that is fine. I, I personally would have been like Mike Tomlin when they asked him about his contract. And he just walked. Great. I, I freaking love Mike Tomlin. How does how does that team make the? Did you like? They're not getting rid of him with the, the way they made the playoffs. That team's not good. They're not good at all, and they never lose. They what is it? Seventeen if years in a row. If they didn't have his intensity, they're. They're sub five hundred, like oh, that that's a last out of five years. That's a last place team most years this decade for sure. He, and his intensity keeps it going. He, he keeps, and that that's one of the reasons why I like Dan Campbell because I think Dan Campbell has that same sort of connection with the players. Like one of the things, if you watch the Pittsburgh Steelers at all, those players will die for Mike Tomlin. Not every coach gets that. I think Dan Campbell gets that. Did you? I think they re-rolled, I, I believe it was from last summer, because you can see the stand set up at Allen Park, where at a break after the morning practice, and maybe they're doing film at night, Campbell, you can see he's sweating bullets. It's summer. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is last summer or whether it was. I, I know exactly what you're talking Yeah. And he goes, you yeah, know. I was there. <laughs> he goes, and I think he's talking about hitting, and the yeah. guys are tired, right? I'm, and he goes, but he said something. With the with passion, emotion, and almost started tearing up, where he says, "I'm doing all this for all of you." Right. I'm just trust me on this. Yeah. He's like, "I promise you, we're not just doing this to do it. There's a there's a method to our madness." I know you're tired. I know it's been you know uh, yeah. a long day, whatever. But there's a method here. You trust me. I love all each and every one of you. I'm doing this for you. And he yep. said it in a way of not pleading. But hear me out, and we we can get there. Yeah, and here they are. They are. They are here, and uh, the mission's not over. And I loved his message after the game. We talked about this yesterday. The fact that he said that was great. We got more to do. Like we're not done. And how about the only two game balls to Holmes and to Golf, which really signifies he knows Holmes made that trade. Yeah, what Golf has lived through up until up until that game, until you heard the crowd chanting Jared Golf. There still were people saying, oh, I'm going to wear my Stafford jersey, and Stafford's better than up until the game. And and what that game was, Rizzy, and we discussed it last week, that's exercising. Yeah. And I mean an exorcist. Yes. uh, Off the demons of the past. And the Stafford era is is behind golf and this team and the fan base in the rearview mirror because Matt Stafford never won a playoff game in Detroit. That's Didn't right. even have a home playoff game. That's right. I and think- I don't I don't question the dude. He looked great in the game. He he got a Super Bowl ring. It worked out for the Rams. It worked out for Stafford. And even his wife said, uh, go get one. Is that it, it's behind everybody now. 
There's no more family feud. Yeah, I, th- I think the whole episode of all that, that, it's done. And I'm happy that it's done. Everything's done. Everything's yeah. done on the Stafford golf thing. Goff yeah. has established himself as the best quarterback in the history of the Detroit Lions. And and staff and the Rams got what they wanted out of it. They got a they title. got a Super Bowl. They got a Super Bowl and we got staff. golf and golf. Now I would think, and we'll talk about this in our next segment. With that win, with what he did, with the pass behind him, I think you're going to see that extension, that rework contract, and golf will be the Lions' quarterback for the next four or five years. Right? You're you're. That's certainly what his agent his agent put out a statement last week um, where it's talking about, you know, until you have that long-term extension, you're never really sure if the team – like, that. that's negotiating in public. I, I don't like that. But no, Goff took do. care of what he needed to do. He did. He, and, and if he wins Sunday this night. weekend, I think that solidifies the fact that, okay, if he asks for – Well, if he wins and they're in the championship game, that is the perfect week to announce the extension. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to do it until a, after the season's over. But uh, he certainly, for anybody who thought that they were, you know, maybe going to kick into the curb if they lost a playoff game, nah. nah. He's going to get what fifty five million, probably, right? Yeah. The, what I'm what I'm concerned with, I'm not concerned with that. That's the wrong way to say it. What I'm interested in with the extension is how long it is and how much is guaranteed. Uh, is it going to be three years almost fully guaranteed, or is it going to be five years but only 60% of it's guaranteed? So you see in a couple of years, all of a sudden, if he hits a wall. And you right. got Hooker there as your backup. Exactly. And and Hooker, by the way, was drafted to be the backup. Um, the, the fact that he was injured this year is the only reason why they went out and got Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, uh, I, I loved Hooker in the draft process. I think he's great at what Ben Johnson wants his quarterback to do. He's, he's he needs some work. Um, reading the entire field of the defense is something he's got to work on, but that's not that unusual. Um, there's a whole lot of quarterbacks that have come into the league only having to read half the field, or you know, read one count to two on your reads on a play, and then get rid of it or run. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did that. Uh, Josh Allen did that. Tua Tagovailoa did that. Like, there's some good quarterbacks out there that, that came from that not specific scheme, but that sort of you know, one, two, go type thing, which, which is what Hooker played at, at Tennessee. I, I I like Hooker a lot, but, man, you, you're not replacing Jared Goff. No, that's you, a, you can't do it. They're invested in the Goff. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think with what he did Sunday night with the Stafford line in the sand behind everybody, they're going to do a, a deal. And whether it's the end of the season, which I agree it probably would be, and you celebrate a great year and people know Goff is sticking around. The draft is in Detroit. You got stability, and, and he's they're he's, going to be picking low in the draft, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. But it's it's obvious. You and like you said, do you guarantee him one hundred and seventy million over three years, and the last two are option years, or he has an option? Exactly, that's what you're looking at, and you're taking care of him for three years, and he's you know getting all this guaranteed money, right? Yeah, yeah because uh, again, we talked about this before. Kirk Cousins shifted that power to the quarterbacks. Like it's better to sign more short contracts than one long one. And most people have figured that out by now. Um, and golf is what right now in age? He's 29. Gosh. So you that, that, that to me is a – I'll say this right now. He's 29. That is a minimum four-year deal at 55 per that I would guarantee right now. That's higher than I'd go. But I, or four I, at, I, I wouldn't surprise me if 50, he got that. Four I, at 50. What's first rule of sales? You don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> 200 mil. I, I get by 200 mil. I, I do it. It's easy. To get by fifty million a year, I do. I just got to cut corners around the holidays, but I find a way to 
I'll get through it. Uh, ben Johnson, before we get to a yeah. break, Superfly Hayes is giving me that look like, you guys could go to break? Hey, you could go break? Hey, you know what? It's Lions playoff week, Superfly. Your dad texted me again for free tickets. Uh, it's a borderline stalking situation. Because uh, I, I do a sports show. All of a sudden, I have a Ticketmaster outlet in my rear. Boom. There's a ticket. Ticket. Oh, you want to go see Michigan, Ohio State? Hold on. Chick-chick. Ticket. That's what that smell is. Yeah, thank you. It is. You mentioned with Ohio State, it is smelly. <laughs> I appreciate that, Rizzy. They, they make your dad very. They, happy. they got they got some stink problems. No, down they there. sure do. They have a coaching problem down there. Yeah, uh, night and day. Oh, excuse me, with Coach Day. Uh, ben Johnson. Speaking of coaches, yeah. I don't think Aaron Glenn seems like a hot prospect to grab one of those open NFL jobs. Johnson's we'll name has popped up. I still look at him. Like J.J. McCarthy, which we'll talk about via draft wire later. But is Ben Johnson gone when the Lions' season is over? I think the the place to watch is Washington because an old – a guy who shares his mindset in Adam Peters is their new GM there. And they've never worked together, but I know they know each other. They might have a common thread in representation or something – a lot of people that cover the Washington Commanders think that Ben Johnson is going to be their next coach. Like, a lot more than what we saw from Carolina last year, and we've we've learned since. Well, Peters came from, what, San Francisco? Yeah, we, we learned since. So the, you're going to look at the Kyle Shanahan, the young guys. Exactly. You're yeah, going to look exactly. at LaFleur, the O'Connells, this guard. They want that creative, young, smart, Offensive innovative mind. guy. Yes, 100%. So I, that that's the one to watch. I don't think he's in play many. Like, he's going to get interviewed. Because they're drafting a quarterback, aren't they? Right? I think they have to. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Glenn, he's going to be, like, number two on a lot of lists. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, I, I, think, I do think he'll be back in Detroit next year. Um, so I, do I. I. I will say, though, Dan Campbell put the hard sell on it. And everything Dan Campbell said about Aaron Glenn and his potential to be a head coach was spot on. I do think that Aaron Glenn will be a better head coach than he is defensive coordinator. Someday. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be this year. Or it could be if there's a lot of jobs open where all of a sudden somebody can't find somebody and they and that, revisit And that does Glenn, happen. Right? That, that, that's how... Because uh, what if Harbaugh stays? And, and Harbaugh is a... Uh, what if there's not a fit for Belichick, right? I, I have a hard time thinking that Bill Belichick's going to coach somewhere else. Who, who would... It has to be a crazy... Like, I if the Giants... Bailed on somebody and Belichick's in New York. I Atlanta doesn't seem like the right fit. Atlanta Atlanta's interesting because if they, they get, do have some good young, if talent, they get though. the quarterback right, they can be really good. Because like Detroit, their lines are good. Like they've got pass rush, they've got a great offensive line, they've got talent on the outside. They got a John Robinson, Tyler Algier. That's a good running back. They get a quarterback and a head coach that knows what's going on. That team is the best team in the South, but they haven't been. <laughs> It'll be interesting when this carousel. Well, they they can't hire coaches, is it, till after the Super Bowl? Or the they can hire them now. They just can't hire employed coaches. Employed coaches. Yeah. So uh, assistants Glenn, or anything. Glenn right. and Johnson are going to be doing interviews Friday after practice and Saturday morning. Right. Yeah. And then they're, then they're off limits for the rest of right, the hiring cycle. New England wasn't a playoff team. Right. And they they yeah. hired Mayo after Belichick. Uh, Jeff Risden in studio. Lions Wire. Uh, he'll bump into the microphone anytime. The microphone. He had a, a talk about Belichick. He said, "Yeah, I got a, I got a Belichick comment for you. I'm going to headbutt the microphone." Uh, at Jeff R I S D O N on Twitter. Follow Lions Wire Draft Wire on Facebook, Twitter, all the social networks. 
online. You have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge at twenty one thousand. Speaking of texting, if you're eighteen and up, spread the word. You have a few days to enter this contest. How would you like a pair of tickets to watch the Lions and the Bucks on Sunday inside Ford Field, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network? Just text PLAYOFF to 21000 and you will be in the drawing Friday at 5.50 p.m. on the HUGE Show for two tickets to see Tampa and the Lions Sunday in Detroit. Text PLAYOFF to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Tracy, over to you for weather. The sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Din and Greek yogurt, Meyer frozen steamable vegetables, and Kraft macaroni and cheese. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy of R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're talking Lions, Bucks all week long. Round two of the NFL playoffs Sunday at three in Detroit. 
you want a shot at winning a pair of tickets courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, just text PLAYOFF to 21000. 18 and up, spread the word to family, friends, co-workers. Text PLAYOFF to 21000. And that winner will be announced Friday at 5.50 p.m. on The Huge Show. And don't worry, uh, you'll get your tickets via email. The e-tickets, two tickets. You're inside Ford Field for the second playoff game. And the Lions are two wins away from going to the Super Bowl, three wins away from being world champions. Yeah. Wow. Three-game win streak. That's it. But more than likely... It's beating Tampa, Green Bay, or San Francisco, or Baltimore, Buffalo. So that's still a, that's a challenging road, right? But we're talking just, just the thought of of the fact that they're still in this is pretty darn. Oh, cool. just just being able looking at the calendar, seeing we're we're headed towards the third week of January, and we're talking Lions and It'll, playoff football. It's everything. So this time of year, normally, normally I'm in draft mode, and I'm getting ready to go to the Senior Bowl, and I had to. Ha- uh, my my co-host on the podcast, Chris and I, Detroit Lions podcast. We go yeah. we go every year, and we're like we're flying in the Sunday morning of Championship Weekend. I'm like, are we gonna have to change our flight? Like, wh- are we are we gonna get screwed out of this? Like, we're, 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 the fact that we have to like I've this will be my fifteenth year going to Mobile. I've never had to divert for for playoff purposes before. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun that I have to consider these things. Yeah, well, um, and we'll be covering uh, the draft with you as well. Draft is in uh, Detroit this year. The NFL draft, Senior Bowl, Combine, all those things oh, yeah. happening that sets up the draft. Uh, Michigan has had a laundry list of guys expected to leave. J.J. was one of those 50-50 guys, but he's off to the NFL. I've seen some mock drafts have him top 10. Other mock drafts put him in the second round, Jeff. Draft yeah. wire. Part of the USA Today Network. Where do you have J.J. McCarthy right now? I think he's going to wind up going in the first round. Is he going to be the fourth quarterback or the sixth quarterback? I think is is the range where he's in. Uh, you know, Caleb Williams, um, uh, uh, Jalen, Jaden Daniels, and uh, Drake May will be the first three quarterbacks. Will J.J. be next? Will Bo Nix be in there? Will Michael Penix Jr.? I, I don't think he's going to be that drafted to that high. Um, he's a great college player. I'm not sure that it's all the injuries. Are so fourth me, QB puts you in the top 15? The top, Yeah, top 10 to top 15, somewhere in there. Um, I think that's – it's tough, though, because – and I, uh, J.J. McCarthy, to me, is very intriguing, and he does a lot of things well. But is there, like I, – I struggle to think, like, what is one thing that, like, he does better than somebody else? Like, now, he might be, like, the way um, Matt Ryan was – or Matt Schaub was, where like he's pretty good at a lot of things, and that's good enough to get you to a certain point. Like I look at Caleb Williams, I'm like, man, he's f- spectacular. But if you ask him to like operate a three step drop and a timing route, he he physically can't do it. Like, <laughs> I think he's a poor man. I think a lot of people feel he's the next Mahomes. I don't see that. Either I, do I. I? I I think he's I think he's a more athletic Baker Mayfield. You know, you know what teams did, and I watch a lot of those late games. You know, with USC on the West Coast, they started uh, blitzing him to force him to throw on the run. And there's only so many magic man passes you yeah. can make. I, and I know yeah. Mahomes the, the, the continues thing, to do it. The but thing I, you got to watch with Caleb Williams is 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 he doing that because he plays for Lincoln Riley and all Lincoln Riley quarterback? 
Kyler Murray did that. Baker Mayfield did that. Other guys went back before but that. But they see did those that. two quarterbacks are starting in the NFL right, right now. Right. And right. but can that can you coach that out of him? Because you've they've never really done that with Kyler. They've Kevin Stefanski sort of did it with Baker Mayfield before they just started to hate each other. Like there's a lot of technical refinement that needs to go on with Caleb Williams before he's good. You don't have to do that with, with JJ McCarthy. You just need him to get more reps and more seasoning because I think that's what he lacks more than anything else. He he's he's gonna be it's going to be a polarizing one um, in the draft community. You're going to see a lot of people that do what I do who hate him, who are going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't want anything to do with him. You're also going to see some of us. And Almost I don't, a Jordan Love type, right, where yeah. he, he's going to need uh, the seasoning, yeah. go prove it. I, I look at Harbaugh, who interviewed with the Chargers on Monday, and I see the Raiders there picking 13, and that seems like the perfect spot for Brady, a minority owner, with the Raiders in Vegas, Harbaugh's their head coach. They don't have a quarterback. They they know they could use O'Connell if needed, but JJ could come right in as a rookie, get seasoned. Problem is, you got a team that loves Pierce, and even Crosby said, "I I want out if Pierce doesn't get the job." But then Pierce interviews with Tennessee, which made me think, well. If you're interviewing with another team, you're not a lock for the Raiders job. Yeah, the the Raiders are a mess. That's poor ownership. We've dealt with that in Detroit. We know what that's all about. I I would be I wonder a lot what's going on there. I think if char- if the Chargers want Harbaugh, he'll go there if they really want him and if he really wants to go. And if not, it's Vegas. Who knows with Vegas? There there's such a gamble, no pun intended. <laughs> Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both of them on Twitter, Facebook, online at Jeff R I S D O N. Uh, good stuff. Uh, we'll talk later in the week. I'll get your prediction on the game. Sounds great. Thank you. All right, Jeff Risden in studio on the Huge Radio Network. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. Best vacations are RV vacations. Let's go somewhere. The Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show at DeVos Place is back. It's the biggest RV show in the state with the best RV deals. See over 300 RVs, luxurious motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, and ultralights, RV accessories and services, hundreds of camping destinations, Alaska RV and seminars, and more. That's January 18th through 21, DeVos Place. Buy your tickets at GrandRapidsRVShow.com. Huge here with a reminder that the biggest RV show in the state of Michigan happens this weekend, Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. It's the annual Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV show. Now, if you want to see RVs, they have over 300 on display. Also, family-friendly travel trailers and campers and more. So if you're looking for the ultimate RV experience this weekend, Thursday through Sunday, it's the Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show. Get more details at GrandRapidsRVShow.com. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu.
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back wrapping up our number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Check out the new food district. More options to eat now at Soren Eagle. Some great food. Find out more at SorenEagleCasino.com. Also, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.